we usually see the testimony of two witnesses as a means to bring truth, verification, whether something happened or not. But there is halachic evidence that there is more to the function of two witnesses. The Rama, for example, says that two witnesses cannot just be based, the concept, the precept, that two witnesses should be uh, believed and given credibility in a court of law is not based on logic. Because who says two witnesses are more credible than one? Maybe two can also lie. It's not foolproof. So he says it's just a divine decree, this is Exeris Akosov, that you should believe two witnesses, even though it's possible that they both are lying. The Ramban in Etshuva says the opposite. He says by default, even one witness should be believed, because we know there's a principle in Aloha that every Jew has a Cheskes Kashras. By default, a Jew is, should be believed, unless proven otherwise. So one witness testifies, we should believe him. Why is the terror requiring two? He says it's not because of a lack of credibility that one witness has, which is just exerts a concept that we need two in order to exercise justice. A best thing cannot exercise justice unless two witnesses report the exact same thing. With that, exercise answers a very interesting question in Aloha that actually points to, the, uh, to this idea of the Rabban. Two people come to Bezdin, and one claims that the other one owes him $200. But the creditor, who claims that he wasn't paid back the $200, the loan, has two witnesses, but the two witnesses do not testify by the same thing. He has two witnesses. Each one claims that I know that the borrower owes him $100. But they saw things in different days. So uh, witness A says, I saw... Uh, the loan transaction of $100 on Sunday. The other witness says, I saw a loan transaction on Monday. So, of course, the creditor says, in total, that's $200. He owes me $200. But we only have a single witness for each event. Can we charge the borrower with anything? Taylor says, you need two witnesses for an event. Halacha is no, we combine the two witnesses and he owes him at least $100. $100 we could charge him because between the two, they both tell us that he owes him $100. Although they are reporting separate events, they seem to be talking about separate events, but the final, in the final analysis, they're both saying he owes him 100 So two people say he owes him 100 We can extract $100 from him. That's a remarkable idea. It indicates, says the Chesachreshin, that it's not about credibility. It's not that, um, you know, when two people say the same thing, they're probably not lying. But as the Ramban says, one person is also trustworthy. It's just that the Torah insists. You need two witnesses that say he owes him that money. They testify about the uh, verdict, about, about, the, um, about the charge, that he's, about the liability. He owes him a hundred. It's not so much about the event. We're not questioning the event. This puts the whole concept of witnesses in the in a in a, in a rabbinic court in a whole different light.
I'm going to explain in the next um, post how Hasidus illuminates this whole idea of testimony and how this will also explain Rapsadi Gon's comment that Shnaim Edim and Shloisha Edim, Shnaim is witnesses and Shloisha Edim is Bezdin. Why is Bezdin called an Edim if it's referring to Bezdin? And also the question of the Ramban. We're talking about Yuma Sameis, about capital punishment. We should require 23 judges, not three.